What's going on, ghosties? Welcome back to Tales of Spooky Coffee House. If you're new here, welcome to our podcast. My name is Veronica. And I'm Chelsea. And we are your hosts. On today's episode, we will be discussing our haunted location and serial killer of the week, as well as a tarot card reading at the end of the podcast. I, I have to interrupt you. Uh, I'm sorry, ghosties. I forgot to change the notes that Veronica's reading off of. I'm not doing a haunted location this week. I'm doing a creepy location this week. Anyways, yeah. um... <laughs> Don't be interrupting me ever again. That I had so to. Rude. I didn't want to give them. I didn't want to give them false hope. Don't embarrass me in front of our listeners. Anyways, <laughs> Chelsea. So, how are you doing today? Are you drinking coffee? If so, what are you drinking? Yes, I am drinking coffee. I am drinking a new creamer, caramel macchiato. I found it at the <gasps> gas station. That's what I'm drinking. It's so good, huh? Dude, no way. Yeah, caramel are macchiato. You really? I swear. <laughs> dude Dude, swear (laughs) yeah no i found out at the gas station the other day because like i i've been taking my daughter and my nephew to summer school in the mornings and Mm. it's like i am not a morning person so i literally have to get up and get them to school and (laughs) so i've been stopping at the gas station to get coffee that makes more sense i was like why is she at a gas station buying coffee like yeah but... yeah because i never do yeah well not only that i feel like you have to be like in a certain situation to be getting coffee at a gas station yeah, like maybe true. a road trip makes sense Your yours yeah makes sense waking up in the morning taking kids to school makes sense yeah yeah because the buses are jerks and they don't run during summer school do you have, like, a favorite gas station coffee? Like, a favorite gas station that you, you would prefer to go to for your coffee? No, not really. No? I mean, I've got, I've got like, my favorite coffee places, but they're not well, gas duh. stations. Yeah, okay. I was just curious. Coffee's coffee, dude. <laughs> Sometimes, because, you as know, long as... I've tasted some whack-ass coffee before. Yeah, you know what? I have, too. But as long as it's, like... There's some... actual caffeine in there? Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, you try and give me decaf, and I'm gonna throw that shit in your face. Let's say caffeine is caffeine. Let's not there say coffee go. is coffee. Yeah, there we go. Much yeah. better. Yeah, that works. So, uh, are you drinking coffee today? I am. It's oh, little- yeah, you said caramel macchiato too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know it's a little late. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be drinking coffee, and I'm gonna regret it later. <clears throat> Dude. What do you mean it's late? It's later for me than it is for you. Yeah, but you can handle caffeine in your system and knock it out. I can't. I'm very sensitive to caffeine. Yeah, that's true. But I ain't no bitch. So I'm drinking Starbucks cold <laughs> brew coffee. It's <laughs> it's medium roast. And I have the caramel macchiato creamer. It's super bomb and delicious that I didn't mind drinking it at 8 p.m. <laughs> All right, ghosty. So uh, Veronica and I accidentally... We're on the same page with our coffee creamers, so yes. make sure you go try some caramel macchiato creamer, because it's fucking awesome. Yes, I agree. So, Veronica, I've got some questions for you. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> what was your first impression of me? Do you remember? No. What's your earliest memory of me, then? Shit. Well, I would love to say it was elementary school when we first met. And I allegedly bullied you, but I don't. I don't remember you, but I do remember you in middle school when you would always, always wear those jean skirts. Oh, God, stop. You would always wear skirts (laughs) and, like, cute sweaters. 
I don't know. That's just that's the Chelsea I re- with the natural ginger hair. That's <laughs> that's what I remember. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question, sweetie. Don't make me regret it. <laughs> no. Okay. So, quick question: Who dressed you like that? Was that your choice? Mom dressed you, or 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 no? Actually, I think you lived with mom, right? Yeah, I lived with yeah. mom. Okay. Yeah, Who that was all me. Yeah, that was, was all you. That, that was, was a me. cute style, dude. That was a cute style. But it was before you figured out who you were, okay? Yeah. And I, I remember it, and it was a cute. You were just totally two thousands. Yeah, dude, that's true. I remember wearing like this camo mini skirt, like jean mini skirt, and this like really soft. I, I remember the softness of this like army green sweater that I had. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so comfy, and I put that with some, like, boots. Oh, yeah. See? Don't yeah. regret that. Yeah, but that's so before I realized what I liked, and it's just so cringy. It may be cringy to you, but I really don't see it that way. Like, yeah. I don't even see my style as cringe back in middle school. Maybe because it's, like, the same. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you did, you've not changed. <laughs> the only reason you've changed between elementary school and middle school to now is because we had to wear uniforms in elementary school (laughs) you have always you have always been tomboy like grungy style and i love it hell yeah man i remember wearing fender t-shirts without knowing what fender was (laughs) but yet i felt so cool wearing it so punk i was like hell yeah bro i'm a punker (laughs) yeah you always dressed like a punker before you even knew what it was yeah that's true i have I actually if you don't mind do you mind if i mention something really quick i'm scared no no no, no nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing nothing bad i just i, I wish i would have remembered to bring it up earlier um but a little shout out to our friends yana bell who will be on our podcast next week yeah. so stay tuned for that i'm really excited some creepy ass stories and some tons of laughs, like way more than normal. Like too much. Like she <laughs> should, she should have paid Chelsea a tip for the editing she would have to do. <laughs> and and when I was dropping her off, I was like, man, I feel so bad. That's a lot of editing. <laughs> she gonna have to do. I'm like, well, it's a good thing we did it ahead of time, man. Yeah, yeah. But um. As she was, like, telling me that she's all cut up with the episodes, which makes me feel a certain way inside. <laughs> um, she was asking me, what does asco mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, you've heard me say asco many times, right? Yes, a lot. You know what it means, right? I know what you're, like, trying to say it for. I don't know what it actually means. What am I trying to say it for? Like, oh, that's cool no no very incorrect fuck i don't know you say weird shit all the time i just roll with it speaking of yeah we we gotta come back to that so go ahead go ahead okay (laughs) oh no (laughs) zianabo literally just complained to us about going off track (laughs) what does that school mean (laughs) That thank you. I was like, oh my god, what was the question? Okay, so asco means ill in Spanish. So you know how like sometimes I'll be like ill, yeah. So instead of ill, I say asco. Like the asco means ill. Like uh, oh, or like I what the thought fuck? You were, 
I always thought you were saying like, oh, that's cool, like sarcastically in Spanish. Def- definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. It definitely means ill or like what the fuck. So for for everyone out there listening, uh, ghosties, that's what Oscar means. I'm sorry, I should not have assumed that everyone would know what that word meant. If there's other things I say that you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so feel, pretty much like everything you say. Feel free to message me and I'll... uh translate everything for you okay carry on chelsea i just wanted to mention that really quick oh also (laughs) (laughs) coffee for me at 8 p.m is not okay okay i want to bring up one more thing before we go back on topic (laughs) yes (laughs) so you know how earlier i said that i usually just like roll with things that you say yeah you fake it yeah well no i don't fake it but i do that's what that that. means That's exactly what rolling with it means. Anyways, mm. uh, so we got called out, ghosties. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, let so, me pull up the message. Or do you have it? Uh, I don't have it. But okay. anyways, so what was it, last episode, 16? Yeah. We were doing our, our catch-up questions, and I mentioned a song, and Veronica was something about said something about it being britney and i just Here, went let me, with let me, it yeah let, read it read, read it, it. <laughs> shout out to taylor i love you so much for hating me so much it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> she said morning <laughs> hope you're doing good i'm listening to the newest episode and i just heard chelsea say i'm a genie in a bottle baby and then when you say hey britney you realize it's the wrong singer for that song bitch <laughs> Christina Aguilera sings Genie in a Bottle. Get your facts straight, please, and thank you, LOL. Um, And I think it's so funny because I was totally just, like, rolling with it. I was like, yeah, it's Britney, bitch. And I was like, I wasn't even going to correct you, and then we get called out for it. Don't act like you caught it. She's acting like she caught it. I swear I, I don't did. think now. I just uh, roll with half the shit you said, I- dude. Did well. Anyways, um, uh, we apologize, Taylor. We've had many complaints at this point, um, mainly from our friends. <laughs> I, yeah, it kind of hurts. It kind of hurts, but maybe it's better than a stranger talking smack or you know, calling yeah, us that's out. Tr- that's true. Um, but we'll do better. We'll do better. So, moving on back to <clears throat> my questions. Mm-hmm. We got your earliest memory of me. Yes. So. My next question is, if you could choose a brand new name for yourself, what would it be? If I had to pick a brand new name for me, what would it be? I'll, I'll go with this one just because I fell in love with the name. But I'd say Penelope. It's just, it's, I don't know. I love right, it. I, I love it for a different reason. Like, I, it was um, one of my brother's angel baby's name. Uh, and their other angel baby was Olivia. Absolutely fell in love with those names, and um, I'm not choosing it because of that. Simply because I'm I fell in love with the name, like Penelope. I just like it. What about you? Wait, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> wow, brain <laughs> working all of a sudden. So which one do you want me to answer first? Let's go with the name one first. Then you could do your first impression. <laughs> um, Maddie. Maddie, you mm-hmm. you could pull off Maddie. Would it just Maddie or Madison? No, just Maddie. M A D D I E. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, it fits. <laughs> it fits, it's good. And my first impression of you... Don't you dare say bully. Please say something else. Something yeah. different. Okay, we'll skip my first impression. We'll go with my <laughs> second earliest memory, which was I was sitting at the the benches by the math building at, at middle school. Do you remember where? Yeah. Well, I where guess we I used, where we used to hang out in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I was sitting with one of our old friends. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could guess who it was. And I just remember like her and I talking and then you just run up to us and you're like so excited because we're we're in middle school like we're we're at a new school we're doing new things and I just remember staring at you blankly like what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because you were always a bully and you were just like all of a sudden like our new best friend and acted like the last five years didn't happen. What are you talking? Who is this other friend? Because you're 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 saying it like I bullied them too. You did. T- message me right now. Put it in the note. Let me see the name. <laughs> Go. No. Yes. I was never mean to her. Yes, you were. She would. No, yes, not. she. Yes, she agreed to it too. You but... guys are full of shit. Yeah. Well, you say that we're full of shit. That my mom is full of shit. That her mom is full of shit. Like you're starting to sound a lot like Amber Heard. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my god i got really lightheaded probably from all the weed you're smoking <laughs> that this i can't breathe did you step on a bee <laughs> my dog stepped on a bee <laughs> objection hearsay no don't start with this shit again chelsea come on now anyways so back to my story before you rudely interrupted about oh, how yeah. you had to defend yourself. So yeah, I just remember thinking like, what the fuck? Like, what is she doing here? And then I don't know why. I think we had first period together. We had first period together. So we just like headed there together. We like were close ever since. <laughs> like we were friends in elementary, but like not like. Like tell me a time I was mean to you in elementary. Like I really need you to be specific with me here. Okay, like, the time that you pushed me down on the playground? I never pushed you. Yes, you did. I've never pushed anyone. I was always so scared to get in trouble. Or the time that you whacked me in the face on purpose with a tetherball? I used to play tetherball, but I don't remember that. (laughs) I would remember because I would still probably feel- I feel guilty for saying bitch out loud and getting in trouble, bro. I think I would remember hitting you on purpose with a tetherball. Remember, remember when what's his face did the the fire alarm and he got like expelled or suspended? Oh yeah, who was that? When was that? I remember, but like I don't remember when. What what grade was that? Was that fourth grade? Anyways, you asked me for your first impression for yeah, my first impression. So I regretted I it. You. Yeah, well that's your problem. Okay, you ready for the next question? Sure. What emotion do you experience the most? Regret. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> being irritated are you you saying that because you regret asking me the question regret did you say we that was cute yeah i i totally burped in the middle of saying that word (laughs) (laughs) well i guess i didn't i guess i didn't i didn't guess i didn't burp i kind of like hiccuped burped something in the middle some things you don't have to say out loud okay um (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm fucking tired, dude. I told you I was tired before. I don't care. <laughs> we have a job to do. Um, emotion do I experience the most? Mainly like what the fuck? Like what the fuck, dude? Like what the fuck is life? What the fuck is going on with the world? What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, you know what I mean? Like what the fuck am I supposed to be doing right now? So like, yeah. Well, what the fuck is my answer? What about you? Annoyance. Yeah. I believe it. I definitely yeah. No, I believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying because of me. Because no. I do play my part. No, I'm just I'm very easily annoyed. Like some like people just I'm not a people person. No, you don't say. Which is really funny because I'm working with kids and honestly they don't annoy me as much as kids most are different. Do. Yeah, kids yeah. are no kids are different too. Because <laughs> I'd rather if we're at a family party, family function, you're gonna see me in the jumper like you got this, jump higher, RKO is ass, you know, and everyone else is gonna be outside like but oh what the fuck. <laughs> Dude, I remember I went to my cousin's birthday party once and <laughs> A bunch of my older cousins were there. Like, my older cousins would have been, like, maybe their early 20s, late teens. And they decided to go in the jumper with us in the bouncy house. (laughs) And I remember that two of my cousins at the same time, like, they were jumping and they hit each other and they fell. (gasps) And one, like, you know how, okay, it was a square bouncy house, right? Mm -hmm. So one went into one corner and the Mm -hmm. other went into the other corner and the Mm -hmm. whole bouncy house just went flat <gasps> and all of us kids were stuck and you just had all the adults outside of the bouncy house try to push them back up <laughs> but tell me why that feels like a fucking like tradition or all like you know like that shit has to happen whenever you have a jumper at a party or it's not an yeah. actual party yeah dude i was one of the kids that was stuck in it and i was like i was like just get up they're like we can't i was like just <laughs> fucking get up <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, I know that struggle too of being stuck in a jumper <laughs> very well. But I've I've been stuck in a in a jumper too. Like it flipped over and like okay, this is embarrassing. So <laughs> I was a kid, right? We're in the jumper, and so <laughs> it flipped over, <laughs> and I remember like they were helping kids out, and then they <laughs> a few of us were left behind. <laughs> We were too heavy to pull out. (laughs) So they told us to lay on the thing. (laughs) And they flipped it over. And we got out. But anyways, that's my jumper story. Hey, we have a jumper story together. That's a special jumper story. Like, we literally shared a moment. Yep, I treasure that moment. I will forever remember that moment. I don't know what the fuck we talked about. But I know it was like... We had deep. a moment. It was deep. We were looking at the stars. We were laying down. Carlos oh, kept getting mad. Were, <laughs> the stars were so pretty that night. We were also a bit drunk. No, we weren't. I was. <laughs> I I I tried ju- chugging a Modelo in my room, and then I think that's all I really had. I don't remember you being drunk, but I'm happy for you. Yeah, I was <laughs> drunk, remember? Because I, you caught me in your room with what's-his-name, and then that's when you were like, oh my god, what'd you do? And I was like, we literally just sat in there. Mm, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you remember now? I was drunk. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I remember my dad got drunk. I never Dude, your whole ever family was drunk. <laughs> well, the princess of the family just became queen, okay? Yeah, okay. So ghosties, we have to give you like just a small backstory. So 
we're talking about Veronica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're recording a podcast. Oh, that's so right. It was Veronica's Quinceanera, and her family was so fucking drunk that all of us teenagers were able to take the Coke cans, the red Coke cans, and switch them with the red beer cans, and none of her family fucking noticed. <laughs> I so mean, we had a bunch of drunk Mexicans and a bunch of drunk teenagers. <laughs> and it was a bouncy fun, house. but was it? Did, did we? Did, did we not have fun? We had a blast. Everyone was, had fun at that party. Everybody like, had. Anybody that says differently is fucking lying. <laughs> I've never heard anyone complain about my quinceanera. Like that was that was the ish. But yeah, it was my quinceanera, and at the end of the, the night, Chelsea and I. Well, okay, no one's. I ever got to stay the night. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Let me finish Sorry. what I was saying. Sorry. God, let me have my fucking moment. Anyways, moment. shut the fuck up. Anyways, so I've never had anyone sleep over my house. And because it was my quince and like Chelsea was there and it was already super late, she she was able to stay over. She got permission. Her mom then, loves me. Yeah, that just shows you how much my mom loves her. And my mom was like, yeah, that's fine. So like we literally laid in the jumper. Like we were jumping for a while, I think, but we laid down. I remember we were looking up at the stars and we we're having our deep conversation and my brother Carlos kept coming out and like yelling at us like go to bed trying to turn off the jumper on us and shit like that and I'm just like what yeah. the fuck we're not even like making noise bro well it was because your mom made him in charge of taking the jumper down and we didn't want to get out and it was like two o'clock in the morning by that point well he's whatever, like dude. he's like I want to go to bed <laughs> nah I think he wanted like to smoke and he didn't want us to be out there not like we didn't know yeah I mean you know Carlos is silly or was silly you know you know yeah, yeah. It's your turn. I'm done with my questions. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we're done going down memory lane. And um, way off topic again. And way off topic. Sorry, Zianabel. Let us know if we forgot to mention something. Okay. So this question is kind of from Zianabel, but I just switched it up a little bit. If the job you are applying for was known to be haunted, would you still apply? Depends on the job. Well, it's a job you really want. If it's a job I really want, then yeah. So you would deal with the location being haunted? Yep. I see. I see. All right. I deal I deal with haunted things like all the time, so like that's no different. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, I mean I feel like my pharmacy is already haunted just because shit happens here and there that are like not that fun. But um, yeah, we've, yeah, mean, we've talked about before too. But you're asking me, you know, a lot of people if I would <laughs> want to work in a haunted lo- like place. Like, of course I would. I like that in itself would make it our dream job. I would, I mean, if I was closer to San Diego, I would absolutely love a job at the Whaley House, or even, like, if I lived up in San Jose, a job at the uh, Winchester House, like, oh, that that would be a dream for me. Okay, so my next question, uh, what smells give you the sense of well-being? Like, well-being, like, just relaxing, or? Yeah, like, what smells just, like, make you feel at ease, make you feel happy? False sense false it can be a little bit more specific um so like apple cinnamon pie candles or pumpkin pie candles or there's somewhere it's like fall leaves and pumpkins Mm -hmm. and like anything that's like fall scented i absolutely it just it puts me at ease like i'm Mm -hmm. most comfortable during the fall like that's the one time of the year where my anxiety is not as bad, I just, I feel really relaxed. So anything that brings me that same feeling, like the, mm-hmm. like the smells, like that, it just, it helps relax me. 
What about you? For me, it'd be the ocean. And just recently, I experienced this smell again. Because And it's been a minute, but I went hiking and eventually you get to the part where it's just like the trees and you're literally in the canyon. The smell of like the trees, you know, there's like a specific smell and I wouldn't know like what it was, but it's a specific like nature tree type of smell. And that just like, I don't know, it makes me like feel peace. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> that would be my answer. <laughs> Okay, so I was very upset earlier, Ghosties, because I couldn't think of a way to bring up Jesus Christ, the one and only Pedro Pascal. And I then told you you'd find a way. And then it dawns on me: Pedro Pascal's favorite singer of all time is Prince. And today is Prince's birthday. We're, we're recording this June 7th. So in honor of Prince's birthday, no other reason, what is your favorite Prince song? <sighs> You're going to make me want to start looking at your questions before No, that's cheating. I'm not going to write yeah, them but, Well, I don't listen to Prince. <gasps> All right. Well. There, I said it. I don't listen to prince i don't have a favorite song or i couldn't even tell you a song that have you ever heard of brain yes yeah that's a prince song have you ever heard of 1999 tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999 yeah Yeah, that's prince okay Um, both songs that i didn't really care for all right we'll say that Sorry. No, it's totally fine. You know what? It it would hurt if if I was talking about like Queen or something and you're just like, who? That one would I would question a lot. I would question her friendship. Who's Queen? <laughs> Anyways. Um <laughs> that was a joke, Ghosties. I she said Queen because she knows that I know, so don't freak <laughs> out. <laughs> I do know who Queen is. Chelsea, Chelsea, just please just take us into segment one. Just shh. Okay, it's okay, sweetie. Oh, yeah, I'm going first. I'm sorry. I was too busy playing with this stress ball, and it's got a nipple inside of it. Oh, my, this guy. (laughs) Okay, guys, so I'm not doing a haunted location this week. Instead, I am doing a creepy location. So we're going to go to Perigala, Finland. I'm pretty sure I said the city wrong, but that's okay. Oh, the nipple is leaking. Chelsea. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm literally concentrating over here. Extra hard. It's no, it's literally leaking. I well, broke it. I broke lact- a stress lactating. ball. Lactating. You broke a stress ball. <laughs> I broke a stress ball. It's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so we're gonna go to. I'm pretty sure I'm saying his name right because I I actually googled the pronunciation. So if it's wrong, it's Google's fault. I tried, but we're going to Vejo Roganen and his sculpture garden. Now, I'm pretty sure most people are probably like, it's a sculpture garden. What's so creepy about that? Well, I got a couple of things that makes it creepy. But first, Viho is a Finnish-born artist who made about between 450 and 500 concrete figures and displayed them in the yard of his house. He did this between, he was born in like the the early 1940s, but he made all these sculptures between the 1960s and 2010, and 2010 is when he died. I was, I was gonna ask, like, in what period of time did he make so many sculptures? Sculptures? <laughs> yeah, in about 50 fucking years. And he was a factory worker, too. Like, the statues were just a hobby, basically. I love that. 
Yeah, I, I, I love that too, but that's just like crazy that he made so many in such a short amount of time. But anyways, so these statues are doing a whole bunch of different activities, and the most notable is a lot of them are doing yoga poses that Viho was very familiar with. So... The sculptures, like I said, they're they're just people doing activities, but they're not really lifelike. So they have this like otherworldly and kind of like sinister quality to them. Some of them have like blank and sunken eyes. They have skeletal body proportions instead of being like healthy figures. They're just basically bones. A lot of them have ghoulish grins, and it makes it creepy that a lot of them have real human teeth. Ew, I literally just googled pictures, and as you said that, the first picture that comes, ew! Yeah, yeah, it is, it, uh, we're, I'm gonna post some pictures before this episode goes up, so everybody will kind of, like, see these sculptures. You're gonna scare are, them. Yeah, I was terrified, like, if that was before I even knew that they used, that he used real human teeth. They're already creepy enough, and then you just add that. All 500, Viha never agreed to send any of his statues to museums or expositions <clears throat> or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They were all, every single one of them, are in his yard. When people asked to exhibit his art, um, he said he must check with the statues first. And apparently, like for they permission? Yeah, for, for permission. And apparently, they always said no because he never shared the statues like anywhere. So that's kind of like, you know, the human teeth was creepy, but then that just yeah. gets creepier. And then to add to the creepiness, these they added sound effects to the park. What? What? Yeah. So the, the, yeah, they call it a park now because it gets so much tourism and stuff, but they added sound effects. Like and what kind? Different things depending on where you're at, but it's just kind of like a creepy like soundtrack in the background with all of these like faces staring at you. Imagine fucking going dude, there at night dude, with that. Dude. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah, no. Nope. Nope. I would that'd be amazing. <laughs> I would die. Yeah, yeah. I'd be so scared. Uh, yeah, I would I was terrified just looking at the pictures, let alone adding sounds to it. Well, the teeth kinda may do it for me. <laughs> yeah, no, the faces do it for me. Like the teeth is just kinda creepier. <laughs> So Viho lived in the house his entire life. Some say that that's probably why he put all these statues there. He displayed his art in his home, like it's always been his home. And he liked being alone. So he made his statues available for everyone to see, but he never went out to talk to visitors. And instead, like he didn't do tours or anything. He just left a guest book with a sign asking visitors to leave a note for him. So like, I, th I think that was kind of like, you know, some people just don't like people, and that's okay. So I feel like Viho was a recluse who used these statues for company, but like the signatures from his visitors kind of like added to that personal connection, I guess. Uh huh. So I don't know. Like, that's not really creepy. That's more of a just like, you know, I understand. Like, you don't like people, but you, you don't want to be alone, even though you do. You know that feeling? That's so me. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's me too. <laughs> You're just describing uh, who I am. I'm describing pretty much like half the people in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, so the, the sculpture garden and the property was purchased by a business name, a business. What? What did I just say? I don't know, but you could do it. <laughs> I believe in uh, you. It was purchased by uh, a Finnish businessman. I'm not even going to try and say his name because I didn't look up his name. I only looked up Vihos. But this businessman plans to refurbish the sculptures as 
as it needs to be done to keep them intact and I don't want to say perfect but like close to the original and then they also offer guided tours of premises love that I would do yeah. it yeah I would, would you too. do what you would yeah you would do the tour what yeah. if it no. was like a night oh, tour, no. though? No. like it was a it was a guided night tour like no strings being pulled I don't know I have I probably would but like I have this thing you, you know my fear of porcelain dolls well that kind of at night goes to mannequins and I feel like these sculptures are kind of mannequin like yeah but it's only at night and I don't know why okay fair enough like I can pass mannequins like all day but it's, if it's nighttime and I see a mannequin on the side of the road fuck no I'm I'm gone and I what, no what's idea. scarier to see a mannequin on the side of the road or it well at, at least with it I know that he's gonna try and eat me so probably it Mm, okay. Also, just like a clown in general on the side of the road at night. Yeah, no, thank you. How did you I've feel? Lived I've lived through 2010. Thanks. I'm good. Yeah. How did you feel during all that? I think we might have talked about it in the beginning. We did. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's go back to it for a minute. Like, what went through your mind if since you were so scared of clowns? I honestly was so terrified to just like go out at night because I was like, I swear to God, people are gonna be so fucking dumb and they're gonna pop out. And it's just, yeah, I no, <laughs> it was not a good year. <laughs> I wish I knew. I will say, uh huh. I will say, I did get a lot of writing done because I, I felt like I was stuck in the house. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. I wish, I wish, you know, I knew that 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 was a fear for you, and that we were as close as we are now. So like, I could fuck with you, but you know, whatever. We still have the future, I guess. Your bully is showing. Uh, the funny side is showing, actually. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> mine, was, mine was super short today, guys. Like, I just wanted to talk about this creepy sculpture garden. And if, you know, if you're following us on Instagram, check out the pictures there. First of Don't... all, I'm going to call you out really quick. You promised the ghosties that you'd post something last week for last week's episode. Um, done that yet, sweetie. What was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bones, bones, um... Yeah, coffee. coffee. Yeah, no, it's funny that you say that because I actually just got a message today from one of our other listeners, mm -hmm. and uh, they actually looked up Bones Coffee Company, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they were like, what were these people thinking? I want, like, every single flavor. <laughs> LOL. It's okay. We have time. We have time to try them all. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I know, right? And I was like, what about the packaging? Like, it's so awesome. They're like, yeah. Yeah, so are you, you, let's talk about the uh, serial killer of the week, yeah? Uh, yeah. So, ghosties, hello, hi, how are you? My serial killer of the week, his name is Andre Chikatilo. I know it sounds funny, but that's just how I'm going to be pronouncing it from now on. And a little trigger warning, just to let you guys know, my segment is a bit uh, gruesome. Graphic. Uh, graphic. Oh, yeah. So if you're not into that stuff, you can fast forward to the tarot reading at the end of the episode or, you know, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you think you have the stomach for it it's just a bit just a little bit if you think you have the stomach for it hang in there <laughs> we're gonna go through this together so andre romanovic rovich i think there's a ch okay hold on andre romanovich chikatilo was born october 16th 1936 chikatilo is also known as the butcher of rostov the forest strip killer the red ripper and the Rostov Ripper. Am I saying that word right? Ro Rostov? Rostov? I don't cool. know. I don't speak <laughs> Russian. 
anyways <laughs> that the attitude okay so there were about 52 women and children who were victims of chikatilo between 1978 and 1990 however chikatilo would confess to 56 murders he was convicted and sentenced to death in october 1992 he was convicted of sexual assault sexual abuse and murder he died february 14th 1994 at the age of 57 he was executed by shooting so fun. Chikatilo's parents were farm laborers and the three of them lived in a one-room hut. Chikatilo claimed that they never had sufficient food supply and didn't eat bread until the age of 10. Imagine not tasting bread or having bread till you're 10. I honestly could not imagine. He also added that his family would often eat grass and leaves to not starve to death. I've heard Chik of people doing that. The grass and the leaves? Yeah, I've, I've heard of people doing that. Chikatilo's mom, Anna, constantly told him growing up that before he was born, they had another son who at the age of four was kidnapped and cannibalized by starving neighbors. Damn. Yeah, but who knows if this story is true because there's no solid proof of this out there, so Maybe we don't the know. parents were the cannibals. Oh, that took a dark <laughs> turn. <laughs> I'm Whoa. so sorry. <laughs> Whoa. That was like a, well, sharp turn, Chelsea. Put your blinker on next time. I'm sorry. I warned you I was tired. Shit just comes out of my mouth without thinking. So, you know, the, the mom telling, you know, she could tell this story. I was curious to know if your mom has ever told you a story that still haunts you till this day or that, like, traumatized you. I feel like there's something, and I feel like I just might have blocked it out i'm not 100 percent sure <laughs> blocked it out it would make sense well no because like something is bugging at me like i don't know i'm i'm sure there's something that i'm probably blocking out mm -hmm. and i'm sure when my mom listens to this she's gonna be like yeah you remember that time where i told you about this and be like <gasps> oh my god <sighs> mom please please text it to the group thank you <laughs> Send us to the group <laughs> chat. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chikatilo's father, Roman, was conscripted into the Red Army. Between 1941 and 1944, Chikatilo witnessed what he described as horrors, adding he witnessed, he witnessed bombings, fires, and shootings. Anna, Chikatilo's mom, gave birth to a girl, Tatiana, in 1943, but because the father was conscripted, this baby was obviously not his. It was speculated that Anna had gotten raped by a German soldier, and given that she and Andre Chikatilo lived in a one-room hut, the rape may have happened in the presence of Chikatilo. Sure. As a- yeah. It, that's a traumatizing thing to fucking witness, whether you're hearing it, seeing it, mm-mm. As a teen, Chikatilo was an amazing student and was the only student from his collective farm to complete the final year of study. During the early stages of puberty, Chikatilo discovered he suffered from erectile dysfunction, which worsened his social awkwardness and self-hatred. Andre's first crush at age 17 had been on a girl named Lilia, Lilia? We're going to say Lily for now. With whom he <laughs> met through the school newspaper. Chikatilo never asked her out because he was always too nervous when around her. 
This is where it starts getting pretty bad, okay? That same year, Chikatilo jumped upon an 11-year-old friend of his younger sister and wrestled her to the ground, ejaculating as the girl struggled in his grasp. He was 17, wrestling with an 11-year-old, okay? In like, 19- like, just wrestling? like Yeah, but when she was struggling is when he... Got turned on. Mm-hmm. Got, okay. In 1955, he enrolled in vocational school to become a communications technician. That same year, Chikatilo was involved in a serious relationship with a local girl. On three occasions, the couple attempted intercourse, although in each occasion, Chikatilo was unable to sustain an erection. After 18 months, she broke off the relationship. Now, fast forward, Josie, there's a lot of information around this dude and that you know for time's sake i could i just couldn't so we're gonna fast forward here to andre chikatilo he's now a teacher of russian language and literature so i'm gonna tell you about a couple of his assaults sexual assaults in may of 1973 chikatilo committed his first known sexual assault upon one of his pupils here's what happened chikatilo swam towards the 15 year old girl and groped her breasts and genitals ejaculating as the girl struggled against his grasp he also sexually assaulted and beat another teenage girl whom he locked in his classroom. He was not disciplined for either of those incidents. The fuck? Yeah. There's going to be more the fuck moments here. Fast forward, eventually he's given the choice to quit or be fired. He left to work at another school, but in March of 1981, following several complaints of child molestation against pupils of both sexes, his teaching career would finally come to an end. I'm very disappointed in that school for not having done anything. Yeah, they should have. Right away. Right away, yeah. Okay, so next I'm going to tell you guys about uh, a couple of his um, murders. And it's kind of lengthy, so bear with me. This is also where it gets gruesome too, right? Definitely. If the sexual assaults weren't gruesome for you, here you go. December 22nd, Chikatilo lured a nine-year-old girl named Yelena to an old house which he had secretly purchased. He attempted to rape her, but failed to achieve an erection. When the girl struggled, he choked her and stabbed her three times in the abdomen, ejaculating while stabbing the child. He then disposed of her body into the nearby Grushevka River. Even though there was evidence pointing towards Andre, a 25-year-old laborer named Alexander, who had previously served a prison sentence for the rape and murder of a teenage girl, was arrested for the crime. So that's another what-the-fuck moment. First of all, why is this guy free? Yeah, not to mention the fact that, oh, despite all the evidence, you're gonna arrest somebody else? Yeah, but my I'm just more focused on the fact that this guy has raped and murdered a teenage girl, has done time, but yet he's out and about. I feel like that should be a life sentence right there. Yeah, well, we, we could talk a lot about that. Yeah, we can. So apparently there was a search done in Alexander's home where they allegedly found spots of blood on his wife's jumper. The blood type was determined to match both Alexander's wife and Yelena. Weird. Even though Alexander had an alibi for the night of the murder, the police threatened his wife to accomplice to murder and would later change her statement. 
On September 3rd, 1981, Chikatilo encountered a 17-year-old boarding school student, Larissa, standing at a bus stop as he exited a public library. According to Chikatilo, he lured Larissa to a forest near the Don River with the pretext of drinking vodka and relaxing. When they reached a secluded area, he threw the girl to the ground before tearing off her clothes and attempting intercourse as Larissa struggled to escape. When Chikatilo failed to achieve an erection, he forced mud inside her mouth to stifle her screams before battering and strangling her to death. Because he didn't have any weapons, Chikatilo mutilated the body with his teeth and a stick. He also tore one nipple off of Larissa, her body, with his teeth before loosely covering her body with leaves, branches, and torn pages of newspaper. Larissa's body was found the following day. Here's another one. On June 12, 1982, Chikatilo encountered a 13-year-old girl. Oh my gosh. Lyubov. Lyubov? Okay. Who Guys, is... these names are Russian, so, you know, just give us some leeway. <laughs> yeah, be nice. Who was walking home from a shopping trip. Okay. The two walked together for approximately a quarter of a mile until their path was shielded from the view of potential witnesses by bushes, whereupon Chikatilo pounced upon Lyubov, dragged her into nearby undergrowth, tore off her dress, and killed her by stabbing and slashing her to death as he imitated performing intercourse. When her body was found on June 27th, the medical examiner discovered evidence of 22 knife wounds inflicted to the head, neck, chest, and pelvic region. Further wounds found on the skull suggested the killer had attacked the girl from behind with the handle and blade of his knife. In addition, several strations Strish? What is that? Several strations were discovered upon the little girl's eye socket. Eye socket. Oh my god. In addition, several wounds were discovered upon the little girl's eye sockets. Following that murder, Chikatilo no longer attempted to resist his homicidal urges. Between July and September 19, he killed a further five victims between the ages of 9 and 18. He established a pattern of approaching children and runaways at bus or railway stations, enticing them to a nearby forest or other secluded areas and killing them usually by stabbing, slashing, and gutting the victim with a knife. Although some victims, in addition to receiving a multitude of knife wounds, were also strangled and battered to death. Many of the victims' bodies bore evidence of mutilation to the eye sockets. Pathologists concluded these injuries had been caused by a knife, leading investigators to the conclusion the killer had gouged out the eyes of his victims. Chikatilo's adult female victims were often prostitutes or homeless women whom he would lure to secluded areas with promises of alcohol or money. He would typically attempt intercourse with these victims, but he would usually be unable to achieve or maintain an erection. This would send him into a murderous fury, particularly if the woman mocked his impotence. He would achieve orgasm only when he stabbed and slashed the victim to death. And like I said before, there's so much more on this guy, but for the sake of time and our sanity, I'm just gonna end it there. Yeah, uh, sounds good to me. This guy. This guy. Yeah. Alright, so moving on to our final segment. I know you guys are really used to Chelsea doing the tarot card readings, but <laughs> your girl's gonna give it a try. I'm excited for this. 
I'm nervous. I'm Don't so be nervous. Okay, so we're going to do a friendship tarot spread. I will post it on Instagram if anyone else is interested in doing this with a friend. I just hope my cards call you out, whatever the questions are. <laughs> I'm just if kidding. It's, calling, it's, it's a friendship reading, so if it calls me out, it calls you out too. Um, do you remember the joke I told you about my spine? No. It was about a week back. <laughs> Dude, I don't even remember like three hours ago. Bitch, it was about a week back. W-E-A-K. <laughs> You're so dumb. You're so embarrassing. I'm embarrassing? Yeah. Hey, Veronica, if we have a meeting at noon and I ask you to push it back two hours. I'm trying to concentrate I here. Thank you. So question number one, let's see. Card to describe my friendship. Fucking annoying. So describe our friendship. Card number two, how can I celebrate this friendship? So how can we celebrate our friendship? Mm. How can we deepen our connection as friends? Oh, so excited. And how can I be a better friend to Chelsea? <laughs> like I could be any better. All right. Card number one, strength upside down this describes our friendship <laughs> recently you have lost confidence after experiencing a setback this bump in the road fills you with doubt as you take a timid step forward questioning if you are on the right path you are giving in to your animal instincts and acting out in reactionary ways take a deep breath and realize that this is a minor delay and that you have enough resilience to make it through no need to be anxious your moment of weakness will pass in time to expel this period of doubt reflect upon positive things that are going well for you right now think about all the supportive people who have helped you along the way there's always something to be grateful for and that gratitude will help you get through this challenging time always remember that you are enough no matter what is happening in your life what is happening <laughs> this describes our friend have you doubted you've been doubting us chelsea i have not been doubting us i feel like what it's trying to say is that no matter when we feel doubt we'll always have each other to remind us that we are doing the best that we can and I'm and so glad you're here to translate this card because <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> this is why I usually do the trans, the, the tarot readings, but that's okay. We're going to work together. No, you know what? I want the pressure to be on you now, okay? Nope, you're going to finish the reading. We're going to work on translating oh, no. it together. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not giving up on the reading. I'm excited. Shit. Okay. Card number two, how can I celebrate, or how can we celebrate our friendship? And the card is six of wands. Right side up, by the way, because that matters. Okay, so how can we celebrate our friendship? Kill in the game with absolutely no shame. You are on fire, and there is no stopping you. People are taking notice of your success and acknowledging you for your talents. Despite all the challenges, you have managed to persevere through it all and come out on top. This is a validation you need to keep on going and to trust that you are on the right path. On top of the world, this skyrockets your confidence driven by the positivity and support around you. The praise, yeah. rewards, and recognition are only the beginning of your success. Remember to take a moment to look back to where you once were and where you are now. Perspective will keep you grounded from all the newborn attention. Be proud of yourself. You deserve this success and so much more. Dude, shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. If that doesn't sell, like, if that doesn't celebrate our friendship, I don't know what does. Same Z sister. 
Okay, I'm feeling a little better. <laughs> How can we deepen our connection with each other? That's going to be card number three. So how can we deepen our connection? And it is three of wands, another wand, right side up. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity, said Roman philosopher Seneca. As a result of your persistence, you have made steady progress in your endeavors and you are on your way to your grand vision. Your visionary ways lead the pack forward. Take a bird's eyes view of your life to anticipate every possible opportunity available to you that will prepare you for both good and bad news so that you are much more readily able to handle challenges. Following your curiosity has led you on a path to gather unique skills. Sorry, reading is not my thing. <laughs> and absorb useful information that can help you expand both outward and inward. This is a time when travel is encouraged and to dive into what lights your soul on fire. Think big. Your thoughts are the seeds toward action. Wow. Your thoughts are the seeds towards action. So let's just keep doing what we're doing, pretty much? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I feel like it's, um, I don't know, I, it kind of feels like our hard work is paying off. We're experiencing life and trying new things and we're planning ahead and we're confident at what we're doing and we just got to keep doing that. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Now, final card. How can we be better friends for one another? The card is Queen of Swords right side up. So how can we be better friends? Brains over beauty, the Queen of Swords values intellect above all else. She is no problem. She has no problem telling it like it is with class and sass. She is direct, witty, honest, and even blunt. Logic rules the land, with the facts being the fairest of them all. She is able to use her discernment and can see past hidden motives easily. She asks that you cut through the noise and gather information that will point you to a clear-cut solution. Detach yourself from your emotions so that you can use your critical eye with impartiality. Impartiality? Man, dude, words are hard. And clarity. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen of Swords likes to get straight to the point and uses tact to get there, preferring to connect on an intellectual level. Sensitive souls may receive her bluntness as cold and, and dub her the Ice Queen. It's not that she doesn't care, she just wants to be fair. So that's how we could be better friends. So what, be more blunt with one another? Be more honest? Yeah, and I feel like we've been working towards that, like, being honest with what we want and, mm -hmm. you know, not being afraid to be like, hey, I think you're making a stupid decision. Well, not only that, I think it's, for me, for sure, it's easier to be like, hey, so I have an idea, but I'm I'm not trying to be like, we're doing this. It's more like, I have an idea, let's talk about it. Like, Yeah, because you've always been worried about, like, overstepping or, like, being yeah. too much. Yeah, I, that's like, yeah, I don't want to ever get there. And I think um, we've been doing pretty good. I mean, I still love you, so I think we are doing pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we've been friends for how long? Like, Oh, my God. Anyways, it's like it, it. you have to bring it up every episode. Just like I have to bring up Pedro, like you have to bring up how many years. I didn't. I didn't, actually. You did bring it up. You're literally I, like, oh, I many brought years. Up, yeah, we've been friends for how many years? I didn't say an exact number. Do you want me no, to? No, but you bring it. Oh, my God. Anyways, that brings us to the end of our episode, ghosties. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much 
if you're if you listen to the whole episode thank you i appreciate you i love you let me know let me know i'll give you a dollar i'll send you a fucking dollar i'm just kidding (laughs) send me the dollar (laughs) so if i listen to this episode 20 times you're gonna send me 20 bucks anyways uh (laughs) thank you guys for joining this week make sure to give our social medias a follow mainly tiktok instagram that's where you'll find us this bitch is yawning on her end can you believe her you can't even wait you can't even (laughs) flip and wait anyways if you want a free tarot card reading from us feel free to message us comment on one of our um, posts whatever is easier for you and we will choose one person a week to do a reading for we are your hosts i'm veronica and i'm chelsea have a spooky weekend guys bye bye